Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind traveled to Tarantaran Sahib for the Masya, the Moonless Night Festival there in the month of Paddong. How they spoke about the benefit of bathing there on that day. We also heard how Guru Hargobind traveled about 24 kilometers with the entire family and the Sikh army to a spot called Cholla Sahib. Bhai Gurdas was with Guru Arjan Dev Ji when they came here and began telling the story of the Guru's time and his travel to this spot. So Pai Gurdas mentioned that along the way, Guru Arjan Dev stopped at a different village where there was a yogi who was jealous of the Guru and he concocted a scheme to expel the Guru from that area. The last chapter ended with Pai Gurdas talking about how Guru Arjan Dev left that area and chapter 13 now describes how Guru Arjan Dev came to this village. He says that when the Guru came to this village, uh, the leaders of that village, of this village, were six and then hearing that the guru came here they were so happy they placed offerings in front of the guru they touched the guru's lotus like feet and they said understand us as your servants and stay with us may we be liberated with your divine sight darshan and them saying this the guru agreed stayed with them they performed such great seva with all their mind and intention they called the exalted mata ganga ji guru arjan dev ji's wife into the house as well so she would stay there the women of the leaders there they were six as well and they greatly respected mata ganga ji understood her as the mother they placed out a beautiful bed for her and thought it's so late now it'll take time to get the dal the other food ready the guru must be so hungry so they quickly mixed up some sugar some clarified butter with a roti making this type of churi this type of meal with you know roti just soaked in butter and sugar they filled up a bowl of this they quickly sent it over to the guru the fortunate women who brought it to the guru they bowed down the guru saw them and saw the love that they brought this offering with and the guru said what is in your hand what have you brought what do you desire in your heart one of the women said oh exalted guru i thought about your hunger and i brought some food for you she said this and then placed this big bowl uh, of that in front of the guru The guru was quite hungry at this time and he began to eat it he was so happy and said what a delicious food you brought here when guru arjan dev ji then washed his hands his mouth the exalted guru arjan dev ji then recited a shabad that's recorded in tarasri rag the exalted guru nanak has said that this is such a delicious chola chola here meaning a delicious food this word chola is at the end of the shabad explaining the great glory of the name of the divine So just as a side note the last two lines of the shabad are on ang 672 of guru granth sahib and they are sital sant mahasukpaya sant sangrahi ola haratan sanchana haranama pojana eho nanak kino chola so such tranquility peacefulness happiness of obtained covered by the protection the curtain of the company of the saints o nanak those who gather the wealth of hari's name and made this their sustenance their food what they consume they eat this delicious food of hari's name after this guru arjan dev ji set up a divan with people coming from all sides to attend guru arjan dev ji beautifully asked what is the name of your village clasping their hands they said it's called pani guru arjan dev ji replied said this village now shall be renamed chola The first name isn't beautiful. One person then replied saying, "Well, it's known as Pani by everybody. How will it become known as Chola?" 
whatever it's beautiful or not beautiful, what's the difference? At that point, Guru Arjan Dev Ji replied, it's been called Chola now, so don't speak to change it. Then one idiot farmer replied, what is Chola? We don't get it. The Guru replied, the name is Chola, but he will be destroyed entirely. Hearing this idiot then again stopped the Guru and said over and over again about the Guru that it should not be changed. But the Guru just said, this guy is crazy. This farmer was seated amongst everybody and then upon the Guru's words, he just went crazy. He started ripping off his clothes. He wasn't able to stand. Everybody seeing this was in shock. The leaders heard this and requested and pleaded with the Guru, please, Guru Arjan Deji, forgive us. He's an idiot. He didn't know. He kept trying to change what you were saying. Please look at us and please have some compassion and take away this craziness. Guru Arjan Ji said, all this craziness cannot be stopped in such arrogance. He didn't think of what he was doing. He'll remain like this for some time before he comes back to normal. But in his lineage forever now, there will be one who remains a little crazy like this. The Guru's words are like an elephant's tusk. Once they come out, they don't go back in. The leaders then clasped their hands together and said, one thing that we found very difficult is that when we go to meet and deliver the taxes to the emperor, how can then at that time we say that this city's name is Chola? It's written in all the records that this place name is Bani. How can we change that name there? How can we speak the truth there? The exalted Guru Arjan Dev Ji then said, even there, just say the name Chola, it will be written down as such. Do not have any doubts about this. Within the office, even the name of Bani will be totally erased. Everybody will know this name as only Chola. Listening to this, the village leaders accepted it and had faith in the Guru's words. Afterwards, the person who went crazy spoke out in a humble request. Listening to this, the Guru responded saying, this is how it is now. Sometimes you will act a little crazy before regaining your awareness. This is how it will be for people taking birth in your lineage now. And the poet says, until this time now, people in that lineage, every now and then, sometimes act a little crazy, and sometimes they regain their awareness. In the village, it became apparent in this way. But then all the farmers got together at one time and said, Guru Arjun Dev Ji, the clan of Bu are powerful farmers. They don't let our cows herd in that area. If any cows or animals end up there in their territory, they kill them and then send them back to us, causing great conflict and commotion. Listening to this, Guru Arjan Deji responded in his natural, intuitive nature, saying, The whole clan of Bu will be, become Jew, will become an oasis. So don't worry. Let your cows roam free there. This is the Guru's Chola, the Guru's city of Chola, and it is the Ola, the refuge. So do not worry. So again, this is play on that line above where we translated from Guru Granth Sahib, the passage that Guru Arjan Deji composed there, naming this village as Chola. So when Guru Arjan Dev Ji said that this village Abu will be totally uprooted, then they were able to let their cattle graze there freely across that land, and the Guru stayed there for many days. The leaders of the village got ready at that point to send their taxes to Delhi. At that point, they came to receive the permission of the Guru and instill this teaching within their mind. And they said to the Guru, without any fear, Guru Arjan Dev Ji, we will recite the name of Chola for this village. We will come back here in great peace but we are now setting off to pay our taxes. They bowed down to the Guru and then set off. When they got to Delhi, they met with the Devan, the minister, and said, we have brought the taxes from the village Chola. The minister heard this and spoke to his assistant in the office and said, I've never 
heard tell of that village named Chola. Is this a new village? Tell us. We will write that into the records. But I don't get it. You're the leader of the village, Penny. Hearing this, the farmer then said, Why are you saying that other name? It's written in the accounts as Chola. Take a look. Hearing this, the minister got confused. He opened up his notes. He began looking. He saw that indeed it was written there as Chola. He was so shocked seeing this. He went to the Emperor Jahangir and told him this crazy, wondrous story. He said, There's a farmer that would always come from Pani. And now he's talking about how the city is named Chola. He said, Go look for yourself in the records for a name that I've never heard before. And Jahangir, the Emperor, he said, I've never heard of that either. Figure out what's going on. Figure out if anybody's written that name before. The minister replied, I've checked. I've checked the thousands of pages in the records. With them, them all, it says Chola. And the records have been nearby to that village, the neighboring village. They all speak of that village as Chola as well, not as Pani. Jahangir heard this and was in shock. He called the farmers from Chola close and said, Tell me the truth. How did this happen? The leaders of the village they told the entire story that Guru Arjan Devi established this name, how Guru Arjan Devi was residing in that village for some time. Jahangir heard this and bowed his head. He wrote a tax exemption letter and gave it to the leaders of that village to please Guru Arjan Devi. Jahangir said, whatever they desire to do, it comes true. There's no doubt in this. So this tax exemption remained with the village until that evil sinner Emperor Shah Jahan, Jahangir's son, took over. He took it back and made the village pay tax. So Guru Arjan Devji stayed there for some time before then heading back to Amritsar Sahib. Oh, Panna, this is Bhai Gurdas telling the story. This is the story of Guru Arjan Devji, which I've now recited. Hearing this, everybody bowed down, said, Blessed, blessed is the true Guru. Guru Hargobind himself bowed down to the spot associated with his father, Guru Arjan Devji. Afterwards, Guru Hargobin and the others went to their tents. One of the leader's sons, he then came to the tent, bringing with him delicious food of all the six flavors, salty, sweet, sour, bitter, pungent, astringent. He bowed down to the Guru before sitting. Guru Hargobin asked him how he was doing. He had brought food with him for all the six there as well. Everybody got to eat such delicious food. It was night now and everybody rested. Guru Hargobin got up the next day. During the night, so a few hours before sunrise, Kirtan was being performed in the early hours of that day. Six were reciting Gurbani, which brings great peace. Guru Hargobin stayed here for three days, enjoying his time in great happiness. After bowing down at his father's spot, he then set off, mounted up on his horse down the path. But before leaving, the village folk came to salute and bow down to the Guru, who comforted them before heading home. The women of the leaders respected and worshipped the women of the Guru's house, giving them clothes. They gave the wife of Surajmal a tevar, meaning three clothes, usually a sarwar, a dress for the waist, a waistcoat for the torso, and a chadar, a scarf. All the other women of the village came as well and gave whatever they could as an offering. The women of the Guru's house blessed them before mounting up on their chariots, and they praised the village greatly as they set off. When they were about six kilometers from that village, Guru Hargobind saw a spot and he dismounted. He bowed down to this spot. The treasure trove of virtue sat there for some time. And this is how chapter 13 concludes. 
In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about why Guru Hargobin did this and where they are. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who are supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Guru Arjun Sahib ke manpa hai, main halo jaave. Sir, sir, ya ka.